Luck is not a chance. So Gen Z, you will get it today because this is the new one and and yeah, Hello, welcome. This is the time when it turns out Emily Dickinson was a proto Gen Z. Yeah, with everything, the whining, the shining, and the wokeism, the liberalism, and the illiberalism, and everything else to go and get rolling. And you know what? It will lead to your doom. As she had this one. You know what, Gen Z? If you think that being sexually independent means you can fork around with everybody and you have a big body count and you can lie about that, well, that's on you. But you will not be happy when you get older because you will get older. You think you will be a transhumanist and you you will have a new synthetic body. <laughs> well, you already have some synthetic in your body, isn't it? And yeah, we'll talk about that today. And we will talk about why you shouldn't be a bully in your school. Because if you are a bully in your school, you are just a big animal. And animals should be called. Yeah, so fork up bullies. Go get life for yourself. And don't let other people to be killed. And you know what? If you are a school attendant, if you are a teacher, and your children around are behaving like that, one, that's on you. That's your class, your school. And not a parent, parent is not there, parents are at home, you know? So, if yeah. you have mischievous school students, you know what you should do? Act like a teacher, you stupid bonker. Now I'm beating myself, so hello India, how are you doing? Morning, morning, yeah, doing very well, thank you. Uh, it's a bright and early morning today. Uh... Yeah, that was not a funny intro, I know I got a little <laughs> bit vehement. Because you... this is the, this is it, we will, dear listeners, we will talk about today a couple of things. We will talk about how stupid this corporate thinking meat will be mm. very funny for your body. Yeah, a little hint, no, it won't be. It will be funny for their wallet. If you have your kid at school, number one, Train that kid to be a normal, decent human being. Number two, as a school, you are paid to protect the child. And if you have any problem at the school, that's on you. It's your rules. You got everything. The funds. Come on. If you little fund, still it's a fund. Yeah? So do that. Mm. It was your agreement, your degree, your decision to become a teacher. And if there is... Disorder in your class, that's on you. Why, why did you let it happen? That's it. That's okay, it. Nobody okay, else yeah. is to blame here. Children are dying. What a fantastic weekend it was for Finnish music. Saturday night was the UMK, Uden Musikikakilpailo, the new music competition. Each country has this their own um, version of like a competition, and the winner goes through to the Eurovision Song Contest. <laughs> and I kind of like tune into these things here and there, but like I don't think there's ever been a, a stronger contestant than the one we had like uh, for for this year. And uh, there was this artist called Karia. Karia. And I actually did a cover of one of his songs, um, Fantastista, about like about a year ago. It's kind of like sort of drum and bass, kind of like rock, lots of attitude, really like sort of a high power, so high energy. So it was not Frosty and, and his Norman, came, yeah? Yeah, and he came up with this song and his entry for, for the um, Eurovision was uh, a song called Cha Cha Cha. Okay, that sounds silly. 
Yeah, I know, but like it's really hard hitting. It's such a good track. It's way, way, way above the level that you normally get, like, which is a bit like, you know, you get the camp song, not the campfire songs, but they're all pretty camp, aren't they? Like The only good thing what happened in the Eurovision was basically Will Ferrell. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, everything is so, like, you know, it's, you know, sort of, uh, yeah, like, hello, you know, we're happy to be gay and all this sort of and the other, but, like, Korea comes on and goes, look, that's not how it, like, this ain't, this ain't how it goes. Like, you know, <laughs> it was just straight up giving it large. And I knew from the from the start, like, it was going to be absolutely amazing, like, slapping song. I was right, I was right. Basically wiped the floor with everyone. And he went in, in now is going to be representing the Eurovision Song Contest for Finland. And I think it's just, uh, it's stronger than the, uh, the Monster Rock band, um, that like, uh, won it last a few years ago. Just okay, so, I'm happy for like, you. I'm happy for you. <laughs> like, up, so we have the cultural segment <laughs> and we are not sponsored by Sonar Marine. We could have been, but we are, she doesn't even know we <laughs> yeah. exist. But, uh, hey, Sonar no, Marine, if um, you know, and okay, Americans, you don't know who Sonar Marine is. Well, does a PM, PM is not like in postmodernium. She is still young one, so she cannot have a postmodernium, yeah? You don't know what a postmodernium is, yeah, Gen Z? You know what? You look it up, look it up, look it up, okay? <laughs> Finland has really got it going on. I mean, the other, like a few years ago, I went to a record store, an actual record store um, back back in um, London, where I, like South London, where I used to live. Right, and um, I, I kind when, of like, when was London was still like, a well, free you know, city without goes, 15 oh, you, minutes ghettos, yeah? Yeah, and it's like, oh, you, you, if you want to buy this, you know, do you want to get like a, um, a, a gift card or, or some kind of like sign up? I said, look, it's, this is all good, but I don't actually live in, in England. I live in Finland. And the, uh, the guy there was going, what? Wow, there's so much good music coming out from Finland. Wow, like, what's it like being there? And I was like, uh, what? Uh, well, this Apocalyptica is, like... is Finnish. That's what I know. <laughs> There's a lot of uh, like rock, there's a lot of metal, there's a lot of black metal, death metal, this metal, the other metal. And there's a lot of folk music and there's a lot of blues, but like uh, there is a healthy, healthy scene, um, which is none of that, none of the, none of the above. And that's fresh and exciting. That's fresh. The only Finnish song that everyone knows in the internet called La Vampolka. know the um erasmus from um like the their their um their, their songs as well um erasmus is an educational program in the eu isn't it uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah kind of yeah career is actually signed to universal so he, he's got your industry backing but still i mean like he, he's still humble enough to reply directly back to my messages on instagram back in the day like last year when i when i offered to do the cover is he instantly came back to me oh yeah do you want the um fantastista like uh vocals uh, i said well no 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 I don't, i don't need to do that so like he he, he is like street level he is like uh i mean this is what I, i've been telling to everybody freddie mercury 
was on a street level even even after a couple of albums and initial mm. success in London because they had a contract and they still had to go for selling second-hand clothes in the market. And look what happened. David Bowie, who by that time was really famous and good, well-known, you know, didn't have money to buy boots, not because he was an addict or junkie, just because... You know, he was cheated over by these beautiful companies. You just mentioned one of them, yeah? So, the labor yeah, companies. Yeah. Uh, so, just technically, Freddie Mercury gave free boots in a second-hand street market shop to David Bowie. And both were already signed up artists, record released, radio plays, and so on. And still now, these wannabe... Musicians are just saying that, yeah, I did two engagement and something similar to that one. While I just pushed the buttons, okay, I have one or two songs out now. So give me the money, show me the money. I want to be this. So I am the, I am the good one, better one. Who is the, who the f- is this, 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 this Mick Jagger? Who knows? I don't even know his name. So, so this is my fame, my fame. Give me, I am entitled to be praised. <laughs> Do we fight for like our independence as an artist and do we release music and just bypass the whole industry, which, um, you know, it, it, the, ind- the music industry isn't all evil, but it has its downsides, let's say. Isn't and, it? Um, you know, I think as a, like an independent art, artist such as myself and others, we can, it's in a way like you need to find a way, you know, to beat the system and you can use like um, social media and the connected, uh, bu- sorry connectivity to that we have. Sorry the bubbles, to, um, but if you, if you say that, that like, it's not all the, evil, why do we have to fight the system? Because it's rigged, um, it is not for the artist, it's definitely not for the taste and education and entertainment for the listeners. It is a dumping down. It is like having uh, grass-fed cattles or free-roaming chicken eggs. Well, you know what? That's funny because no, I don't no, know. did you yeah. know there is no I chicken mean, eggs? Did you know there's no chicken eggs? Americans say chicken eggs. There's no <laughs> chicken eggs because this, chicken um, is, cannot lay eggs. Hand, on the other hand, can lay eggs. That's the difference, okay? So, okay, so it's like roaming, and that's a different quality. And the other is when you have this plastic factory meat, you know? And that's a different quality. Or when you have something naturally grown, apple, and then you have something, and we are not talking about some devices now, uh, then you have something, you know, uh, tailored, genetically engineered, whatever, something. So, that's the same with music. No, you I know, mean, yeah. That's the yeah. same. It looks the you, same. Um, but just, as soon as we start speaking industry, then we're like, um, in turn, speaking about commoditizing something, and um, you know, like the, the part of uh, uh, the industry or the music industry that we're talking about is commoditizing the the music or the art, or but it's basically like underpinning. The business side of things and like uh, how but to not handle for the favor things of the like people. for like for the, how to get like that because the record companies have like connections with uh, distribution companies and and that's um, why that, yeah that's the whole system you, is like a mafia or for America well I mean more. it was in yeah I mean it's cleaned up its act like since the. Not too much, because now you have the same very um, same thing. I mean but, Michael Jackson um, was suffering from this one. You know, uh, absolutely, um, 
and then we have the streaming things and well again gatekeepers different ones by the way yeah it is free now yeah for a couple of new guys we have enough investment from jp morgan and so and the chinese well i mean like um you know like the saying is if the platform is free then you are the you know the market you are the you are yourself you're the um the market um, but, but isn't it so? Like isn't it so he- that you will generate more profit to them if you put your music to them? Because now and then, then yeah, it's-, it's a bit of a one-sided thing. I mean, they're trying to do this like post-scarcity like model where like practically everything is free for everybody, there and is there no isn't such any a thing um, like free like barrier to, to entry. And that's what we're seeing with streaming music services and tv services and things you pay a little it's all affordable for everybody and you can get all the content you need um all the songs that you want to hear do you remember um, prince and it's they not prince. um prince. it is a good step in the right direction but i don't think we've got every all, all of the issues or the ethics yeah maybe, speaking of like, ethics you know if you remember probably, prince nazon uh, so Prince uh, was very vehemently against all these digital stuff, and he never allowed anything uh, to be uploaded by any company. Wherever he, when he passed away, immediately his estate put everything up there for gaining money. So that's not art. That's not respecting the artist. That's just gaining money on other people's back. I mean, like you, you know, like you can. Um... It's. I think it's perfectly ethical to um, set aside a certain percentage of your royalties um, to a company that will um, do all the background work and, like, you know, define um, and uh, um, ascertain all of the uh, business side of things, so that you, so that you, so that you can, as. As an artist, like just re, re, you know, sort of focus on the art and not the business because it's like it's 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 very demanding. Like I mean, we both do both, right? We do the business, we know the business, um, and a lot of good artists, like like Prince, for example, he knew the the, the business, he knew what was what, and he talks famously, uh, or talked posthumously. Well, yeah, um, about like the evils of the music business, and uh, that's why he changed his name to like the, the artist formerly known as Prince. Um, because there was like uh, massive inequalities there. You know, if you are the provider of something and somebody um, says, hey, I can help you with the business with that, but like then really takes advantage of that and like takes away like all, it takes the joy out of everything. You know, you don't want to do it anymore because it's like, it's not... Um, it's not a noble pursuit anymore. It's just yeah, some of kind course. of like uh, business ex- ex- exercise. So, who wants to be part of that, really? Um, especially when it's done, um, you know, underhandedly. Yeah. So, but here's the thing: TRC was absolutely robbed from everything. Yeah. People don't remember what yes. TRC was. Okay. So after 10 million official records, they got like fifty thousand dollars for a year. The three of them. So they split up. Okay, what else uh, we can say about... Actually, nobody loved uh, them. Uh, nobody is fashionable to love them, but that time, so much hate came uh, to the Spice Girls, and they made a name for themselves because they figured out the business for themselves, but they couldn't, you know, continue everything with that. Let me ask you this one. We have these, yeah. and I'm not against the artists. It will sound I'm against. I'm not against. I don't know them. I, I, I'm not a fan of their music. I I understand that, so like, the spi- they, they the have scales, you mean. So, but for example, no, let's say Rita Ora or Dua Lipa, okay, or these things, okay? Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, and uh, I, I, I mean, 
saying their names because I think they are above a certain level. I don't want to go under that level, you know? So they have like how many songs in the last 10 years? How many albums in the last 10 years? Yet, the very connections you mentioned uh, are utilizing every channel just to bloodily overplay them and to tour them. And as you know, that Live Nation, for example, there's a bad company now, uh, just completely uh, mobbing, like it's a new word, mm. mobbing, you know, mafiazing. Now you cannot even perform as an artist because the venue doesn't let you. You are not signed with us. You can't have who is not signed with us there. Basically, yeah. you are stripped from performance opportunities. You might say that, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But even Taylor Swift is a little bit better because she just releases like, 200 songs every year, okay, or even my desires, you know. But so mm, when we have mm. this overplayed, these ladies are everywhere. I don't think you would be a worse judge or with uh, less attention grabbing on screen at The Voice Australia than Rita Ora, you know, yourself. Well, yet you don't get the chance. Why? I think you have at least that good appearance, you know, and I'm not just saying because yeah. I like you. I think I'm just even Thank you. Produ- producer-wise, that would be a shocking thing for people. So go get um, the tight. No, and yet no, it no is I mean, like, from um, you. So how do, yeah. we, how do we say, how can we ever say or suppose that it is more equal, this post-scarcity? For me, it seems that do you whatever you want to do, you will be the slave of the system no matter where you go. Yeah. Okay, we, in the name of liberalization, you will even have less chances than before that. Because one thing you knew in the era of Led Zeppelin, which also almost uh, split up after a couple of years, um, that yeah, they got lucky, yeah. but they played and the people were really going after them, not on Twitter, you know, uh, and checking the mm. music out. They were scouting and they got the big break and we are talking about yeah yeah um it's like this uh kind of um analogy where um you know you have to have an exceptionally good um product let's say in in for music that is the actual music and the band or or like the solo artist or whatever it is um, and you have to have staying power, and to have staying staying power, you have to love what you do, right? So if you get like the first disappointment, you're just going to give up and fold away, right? And then it's dissolve into the into the void. But um, you know, there there are plenty of artists out there that don't uh, that are fully independent that do make an income. They they are able to. Um, make an income despite the point zero zero four cents per play on streaming. Uh, I'm not um, saying I'm not saying the, we are um, not able. I can the, make money on of my music, okay? Uh, on my mm. music, I can make it. It, it. You can make it to some extent. And this is another question: to be a merchant of your own product, should it ever be? Or should never be. I mean, I sh- it should never be. It is not an equal playing field. You should be an artist. And you should have the equal um, opportunities for the same channels. And if it is you not should, true, yeah, the strength if, of if your song true, should uh, okay. have sway, shouldn't it? It's not, okay, um, but then let's say we, we shouldn't <laughs> call the industrialized music like the Ed Sheeran's one with 23 uh, in-house paid producers and songwriters, and then they say claiming that this is my song. No forking, boy. That is not your song. 23 other people working on that one, so that's not your song. 
a lie is being sold. I have no problem if I am not listened by millions. I don't care to some extent. I am playing for the people who want to listen to my music. It's okay. But why to sell the whole very idea, like with many, many other things, 15-minute series, for example, The Ghettos, and other things, it will be good for yeah. you, we tell you how. No. If we are agreeing that money rules, then let the money rules. It is not money rules. It is some people say you can buy from the five very things what I give you. And you are not allowed to know easily that there are two million other choices for you. If you get in a, uh, like a record deal and you get in advance, yeah, listen, right, today, you it's not a funny show. It's anymore. like you, 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 you instantly have a team that are like have a vested interest in your art and how to uh, best promote that or or like pre- present it even. So you have the PR people, you have the arts and creative design. And you all like sit around a table and you think, well, okay, what are my strengths and weaknesses? The SWOT analysis, strengths, weaknesses and threats, right? Then you're like, this is a common thing that you all, all sit down and you've got these creative people, you get your team together and you figure out like, well, what does my image say? What what am I saying in my music? And what is the best way to present that that like is unique, but also uh, has it's a good leverage with, you know, what you're doing? Isn't that happening before you pick up the instrument it is in a way yeah if you, you check are the american like, um, idol for example i'm not endorsing the show but the, at least a few contestants they are oh my god the, they are true to their course you know and they are like yeah. 18 or 16 and then they were working for that since the age of two or three you know and they had no yeah. other way. They are like the Michael Jordan of music. So they have just working no other way to get out, get out and just, you know, practice and so on. And that's the whole point yeah. of everything. And that's the whole good part. What is not a good part, when somebody's coming and saying, yeah, I am entitled, you know, because I have equality, I demand. You know, that's the problem. I, I think it's I, in... This respect, I think it's like uh, like healthy to have like um, a little bit of an ego, right? Because if you were like, um, you have to like sort of be out f- facing outwards enough to um, say, look here, like, uh, you know, just be like sort of a bit more like sort of like forward facing than most people would be. Yes, right? I agree um, with you completely. But that's not... Um, that's not to say that you should be egotistical. That's not to say that you should be some kind of like horrible person. Like, like, like you say that's entitled. I, 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 I can sing like this. So therefore that entitles me to uh, mega stardom. And then I'm going to go on to like this. Um, okay. Okay. You know, okay. okay. I have a very TV, good example then, like, here. Then they feel destroyed when they're like, you know, they are not chosen. I have a very good it's example like, here. It's called, it's called David Duchovny, you know, the author writer, uh, the, the, the actor model, and a singer-songwriter, yeah. performer, whatever, you know? And um, he has, like, three albums out now, and he started, like, late 50s, in his late 50s, you know? And he wrote songs yeah. all in his life and then put out them, and he's amazing. I mean, he might not have the best selling Dion voice. He shouldn't. He's a man. And uh, he might not look like whatever, but he enjoys what he's doing. He's true to his core. You can really resonate with with his intellect and with his performance. And the music around it, it is just good. 
And the point right. is, yeah. even if yeah. I don't yeah. necessarily feel to be a fan of his music, I say, okay, if I want to have something I can rely on, it's like YouTube. YouTube. You can rely on YouTube. You know that the quality is always there. And yeah. and uh, David Duchovny uh, has an has ego, as you said. But he's not. Yeah. He does. He's not a smart act. I last time I checked, his face was still on his neck, and it was not his buttock. You know. So it's like, it, there is a healthy way to do so without bragging. Yes. Without bragging. Without. No, demanding. that's right. Yeah, yeah. You can have a You can have an ego, and you can, you know, like you can, you can be a little bit like sort of larger than life. But that doesn't mean to say you can be an asshat with it. And uh, be like sort of like you know sort of uh, too pushy, or like just treat everybody horribly because you know you're a star, or even in your own mind, you know. Yeah, um, if, uh, if, you know, it's if like Axel Rose and Slash could put down their <laughs> egos and have a reformation of their band, then you know there's nothing what you can say. Yeah. You can't. Well, people don't even know what Guns N' Roses is anymore. Actually, they are on tour. I want to go there in the Hyde Park in London. If you still listen to us right now, we would like to beat up a little bit the Gen Z, and well, not a little bit, <laughs> even more. Yeah, and, let's move uh, away from industrialization and uh, post scarcity, and like uh, zone in on. Yeah, maybe we have Gen no idea Z how like we made <laughs> this so far, and we congratulate you that you made it so far, because that means you are about to get the best of the best, and this is the Neoborn end. And yeah, human show. Listeners, you are listening. And uh, okay, and yeah, <laughs> yes. So, have you ever had your heart broken? Yes, I d- most definitely. Yeah, yeah. And how did you feel? Um, I, I, I thought that. Um, the world around me was closing in. I felt very insular. Um, I thought there was no help for me. I thought that um, I was in an inescapable situation, in a nutshell. Um, so it I sounds like an light, anxiety and panic attack. And did you know that, mm. uh, were you aware that those feelings were real or fake? Sometimes we have these fake emotions because we want to feel suffering, especially when we are in the teenagehood, yeah? So, yeah. Uh, was it real? Did you, did, were you able to distinguish that was it real or not? I, I thought it was real because my whole body, my whole physiology was, uh, you know, when you're stressed out, you're like, uh, your body produces the cortisol, which is like a stress hormone. And okay. don't, um, don't say bad words here on because people will fly all that away. Sort of things. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, according uh, to the latest research, and this is amazing, I think, dumbfounding, because, yeah, yeah. we were always ridiculed uh, by our parents. Yes, the part that uh, you shouldn't because that's not a big thing. That if it is a real true heartbreak, the Mm. shape of the body, according to the latest whatever Mm. resonance research is, um, changing. Like Uh the shape. So your heart, which has a certain shape, 
And just yeah. a little hint to you, Leah, listeners, it's not on the left side of your chest. Yeah? It's more of the middle. But anyway. Uh, it's in the middle, so, yeah. So, and uh, it, it elongates. It will be more oh. an elliptical shape. And uh, that's crazy. So your body is literally morphing into a different one, just like mm. your soul is morphing into a different one. And yes, you can gain back from that one. But when somebody says your heart uh, is broken or somebody died because of heartache, and that is actually a literal thing. Right, yeah. Um, this, um, this is a very interesting concept because... Um, It's like this um, concept, like, a, like even a philosophical sort of concept that was, uh, it's like a dualism. Um, it states that like the, um, the mind and the body are two separate things, right? So um, you are like, the, the, you are the sum of the parts, but like, uh, you know, um, it's not like, Uh, opposing that is that like the mind and the body are one thing and thoughts are um, like a chemical reaction, electrochemical reaction, um, which manifests itself physically. Um, whereas like it, it, it was argued a long time ago, like in, in the 17th century that like, you know, we, we can't, um, <laughs> they had trouble grasping the idea that the, um, the brain and actual thoughts um, weren't real, uh, but the body was real. So therefore, like, they thought there was actually two con constituent components that made up um, our bodies. Um, but that was actually proved wrong. Um, and now we believe that, like, the um, thoughts and the hormones and the electrolytes and all of the electrical activity in our specialized brain right um they um obviously have like a correlation to our physical being so if we are stressed out um our brain will automatically uh send out like a bunch of hormones um on the other hand if we're completely blissed out um it was it's, it's completely you know like a, a different set of like it's endorphins really natural endorphins which will um feed into the system make you feel good make you like sort of you know f bubbly and joyous and like that will be infectious for other people and all of your body um it works like so much better but if you're stressed out um it pumps like cortisol into the yeah, system yeah so you're and, talking like, about the say, the five main hormones yeah yeah oh yeah, yeah okay so yeah. yeah it's not entirely true especially if we can consider that the gut is considered now the second brain or the main brain. Yeah, and um, <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, but actually this is your listeners. So if you feel that your heart is broken, it is. <laughs> and that's it. So yeah, yeah. let's do physical activities uh, and um, have the right people, have a conversation. If you have nobody to converse with, listen to our show. We will be like a good companion and you can say whatever. We won't listen because it will be just a taped show. It won't be live for you, but you can re-listen. You can shout at us or you can ask us and we might not even respond. So moving on. Mm. Um, mm. I do have uh, 
I do I do have a beef, you know. I know that you are not mm. not carnivorous, but I have a beef. I have okay. a beef with Gen Z. And mm. uh my beef with Gen Z is not against the people but against this uh, stupidity what in my perspective uh, a little bit grows beyond the usual stupidity of the newer and newer generations we always encounter when we meet other previous generations and okay. uh, and this is the call the thing that uh, I'm not against people I'm not against relationships but when just like in a big black cockadly do channel called BBC formerly uh they have a show when they say that the virginity myth is harming our sex life uh by agency because why would you uh, be so immoral to suppose mm. that your future partner would like to have you as a whole person with anything intact and maybe you should receive your partner in the future the same way not just like a high body count something i mean usually these gen z's have higher body counts than in any that people in a rambo movie so and whatever <laughs> happens okay. now is that they don't even count oh oral sex is not doesn't matter okay the back door doesn't matter oh that was a quickie doesn't matter okay so relationships only after six days matter and other things you know uh, and this is not real this is killing and murdering the soul i am not against sex don't get me wrong i love sex i love doing things i love making sex and i like forking things up but yeah not everyone um, loves okay. yeah, um, but the thing is it, that yeah. demanding and saying that hey you shouldn't uh, uh, have a right to say that there are morals ethics values crazy things crazy things like loyalty or f- your truth telling attitude mm. or for example just i am enough worthy to wait for I'm not talking about bitching around and fooling people. I'm not talking about that. But maybe, maybe there are more important things than promiscuity and advocacy. Um, yeah, okay, okay. Um, I mean, like, this is a good point. I mean, um, I think that some of this stems from the fact that, like, um, the work-life balance um, isn't, isn't conducive to easily finding a partner and um you know i think this is a highlighted in more more in japanese culture where um there's like um a lot of gen z people that are um not finding partners they are stay they remain virgins long after they should be they're not finding but they don't um, want to because for them the verb yeah. is the most important thing that's also stupid i'm talking about the brits i'm talking about the americans i'm talking about the west europeans why 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 they are demanding to have a, a wider audience for their practically not that hmm, valuable understanding about uh, human uh, life uh, than for example traditional values because that's not I don't know I mean well I mean Gen Z are like sort of 18 to 24 year olds aren't they basically I think they are growing out of that now 
Yeah, so I mean, um, you know, like if you look at your typical 18 to 24 year old, they're not going to be like sort of uh, fully on board with all the facts about life, are they? So they're going to get a lot of it wrong and they're going to like um, do a lot of experimentation or like for trial and error to find out what, okay, well, that presupposition, yeah, yeah, I, presupposition I was I, wrong. Like yeah, we all I do, you. Like, you know? But, but okay, so shall I surprise you with some statistics? Did you know? that uh, more than 10%, more than 10% of the kids in the age of 10 losing their virginity and not in the Catholic schools. So, <laughs> so okay. in reality... Right. What? That's, that's crazy. Okay. Did you that's, know that close to 50% of the 14 years old are not virgin but have regular sexual encounters? Did you know by the age of 16 it goes to 80%? And by G- by the age of eighteen, it is ninety six, ninety eight percent. Well, this is in stark contrast to the actual um, to the Japanese model, which I just mentioned, isn't it? Like completely yeah, the opposite. Just so. what I'm saying is that that uh, if it is devaluation, it is like inflation. By the way, so uh, why do we find excuses? I went to university, you went to university, uh, we did the stuff, uh, but somehow, um, I think when we see this kind of uh, lifeless and soulless, uh, it's like a fish on the shore, you know, just trying to do anything, Mm. uh, but not wanting back to the water where you belong to. You know, just it's like... um, I don't know. I don't feel it is right. I don't feel it is right. I don't think I'm an old person. I don't think that having values is an old thing. And I don't think anybody with a normal brain would want their children to go through these things, what is now being advocated, that it is not good and trendy to be a virgin for your partner or for your life. Well, that's just madness, isn't it? I mean, um, so the, ba- the basic premise is, is that, like, um, the, um, the these young, the younger generation, from anywhere from like sort of um, teens to late twenties, are uh, more promiscuous and are having sexual partners earlier than ever before. Yeah, in very different forms and shapes, you know. But um, mm. it's not against people. It's not like okay, you wanted that. It, there, there was there were always that percentage of people who were like doing this hedonistic lifestyle yeah we covered before but yeah uh, this is uh, now going to mainstream and demanding that the traditional thoughts don't have a place in the 21st century that's the problem yeah so the um traditional values that like um it's you know like says that like um, be a virgin until you find the right partner and then stay a virgin until you get married and then only after then you can like do the do the do the deed right and like, start a yeah, family you can be a hot wife like, yeah. that that is the traditional m- method but that hasn't been a thing i don't think for like sort of uh, quite a few years so um you can't well, it, it is still for there that. for many many parts of the world you know but mm. uh, I think there is a correlation, and actually it's not only me who is thinking, that there is a correlation between uh, the devaluation of human soul and uh, human interactions and the doom of a society. Ask Thomas Sowell, for example. You don't even know who has Gen Z. Don't even try to bother to pretend that you would care and you look up hot 
too much soul is the you know just don't forget it others just you know listen to him he's a great singer Oh, yeah, funky, like, you know, you want to sell. Yeah, that was sarcasm. Uh, uh, you just uh, didn't get it. The silence was the yeah. sarcasm didn't meet Gen Z. They are beyond sarcasm. They have no idea what sarcasm is. <laughs> That's alien language to them. Doing the farm. I don't, know, I, don't, I don't know if you can lay blame directly at Gen Z's feet for, like, uh, what they have to deal with. It's just... Well, of, it's not on um, their feet. I'm not a fetishist. Yeah, it's not their, um, you know, they have their own, like, sort of set of problems to deal with, and, like, part of the, yeah, that is, like... Yeah, um, okay, so let's start with problems. I mean, come back from the Second World War, live through the Cold War, uh, go to the mines like our ancestors did, and so on, and then let's talk about problems. You know, I'm not saying that uh, our gener- newer generation should ever uh, have the hardships what we had before, because that's what we are working for, but come on, just let's be real a little bit, okay? So just because you can't find your iPhone charger, you think that this is a real problem? And this but was... I think, I don't know, I think you, I don't think you're making a, make an issue out of like um, some oh, kind of like surface level detail that isn't really kind of too real exactly i mean you you can argue the point that like yeah they're all like sort of um they've never had it better and what are they doing with it but then there are there are other youngsters that are so you are saying saying, i should get down from twitter yeah <laughs> Denounce Twitter. Get off your Twitter throne now. Yeah, it's like um, yeah. You I know, mean, but well, I mean, you, you know, get, you get it crazy when they like, try to explain the word on your YouTube videos or whatever TikTok videos, whatever. Mm, you know, and they try um, to really say and sing. Oh, this is walking. This is because you have a white skin color. You are oppressing us because you have a white skin color. Yeah, you know, in my life, as I grew up, I was. I was literally called the Chinese guy because that time my mm. eyes looked like that way. As far as I know, I'm not Chinese. And I was called like in different names, you know. And uh, yeah. and still was neither of that true, you know. Or then I, what what are we talking about? So, and just you move on and then, then just to try to explain the word. Yes, sometimes we are smart because I was also like that. You know, a teenager. But just these are the people who are entering the workforce and they are aimed by the propaganda machine and they are going to make the big decisions very soon to, you know, for everybody. And if we don't help them by challenging them that, hey, this is not actually the way how you should think. This is not actually the way how you should deny other people's thoughts. Then maybe, you know, that wouldn't be a good end for anybody. So that's what I'm trying to say, that if I'm saying it's against Gen Z, it's not against the people, it's against a phenomena, what is happening all around. And that is that neglecting the reality that there has been a past and thousands of years of humanity prior to their kind of self-indulgent existence. Like you could argue that, like a, a slightly different generation, like the thirty-somethings, um, even like in the past ten years, I don't know what generation that would be. I don't know, maybe um, millennials. Uh, but know. but, millennials, but yeah. they are um, they are 
Like, if, if you take um, a 30-year-old white male that lives in California... Um, no one lives in take California a, anymore. Take, they moved to Texas. If you, like, if, you, if you take a large group of them and put them in Tech Valley, um, they are, like, these people are responsible for, like, uh, making our digital world what it is right now. And it's all based on their ideas. You know, what we should do is this and what we should do. We need engineers, coders. We need this and that and the other. And it's, it, all, everything that we, 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 we use now is uh, built from this type, these type of people. You know, they're young enough to be energetic. They're, they're old enough to, like, sort of have a PhD. Um, and they're old enough to have a little bit of experience. And then you say, okay, well, you so know, this you big are tech saying company, that we, these are we, the people to be thankful for uh, the scandalous uh, machinery behind the scene of uh, the metaverse by Fuckerberg or this is uh, the well the, it's, the, because this is technically their generation it's mo- it, it is mobilizing um a certain group of people that are willing to work for these companies and it, you know obviously it's like uh like there, there's a leader there it's like you know the the the, the leader of the uh, fasa book and the leader, like, you know, they all have this vision and, and it's like the leader of Amazon. Like you said, well, okay, I need this app. You make this app. And like, um, it starts from... Yeah, the, I, I hear the, you. Uh, yeah. You know, but like these, the, 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 the people that are making all of these things happen are largely white males in their 30s. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Like, I thought, else. I, I mean, thought, no. I mean, they, 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 are the, they are the second or third generation of Indians and and the Asians, not. I'll put your hands up in the air. There, there is a percentage of those, um, but like I, I mean, technically, uh, technically the, now in the, the in the Americans, um, you know, in the American uh, Federation, is it, is it a Federation now? It's, so in the USA now, Federation. technically, <laughs> Federation. Uh, yeah, it is, uh, it is uh, more, more that um, less white people than any other color. So you know, the tip of the scale moved. And that's okay, completely okay. It's the skin color yeah. doesn't matter anything. No, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, I mean, like, it doesn't matter what so, background you have. If you've got a PhD in coding, then like, you know, you can go work, can't you? No, yeah, no, not for long. Not for long because the machines will compute machines for sure. <laughs> but uh, here's the other thing: what I have great hope and respect for, mm. and this is, uh, I think it is the younger Gen Z or what is coming after alphas, or I don't know what is coming after. Yeah. So yeah. and uh, and uh, there is this. Uh, it happened in Texas. You see, that's a normal state still. Mm. So in Kalisburg, that uh, students in Cook Country. <laughs> that's really funny. Cook Country. Um, they have out an eighty-year-old janitor who had yeah. to back had to go back to work because his rent raised way beyond he would be able to afford. So mm. and so he went back to the high school in January and uh, and just you know it was a different career than what he had before. So and despite his being an older man he had to go and he did the job. And then mm. the three students from this school, you know, and they are not the promiscuous uh, Gen Z I was uh, really ranting about, but younger ones, you know, they created a GoFundMe page and utilized TikTok f- exceptionally for a good reason. 
And uh, long story short, they gained like $28,000 to uh, give to this person. So that he, because he doesn't deserve at the age of 80 to go back to work f- for such a condition. Say, yeah. yeah. But he yeah. never, uh, so sure. there are many things to hear, you know. On the one hand, what kind of society and family system it is when you let an 80 year old to go back as a janitor? On the other hand, it's great if you have a, you know, that kind of has to go back and work like that. And looking at the picture, that person looks decent and is not, you know, um, in, right. in a wheelchair. Yeah. On the other hand, yeah. this person never asked uh, for any help. And that's decency. That's how you should do. Number three, mm. when there is a need, you see the need and you try to come up with the right solution and uh, without being pushy and without having an agenda and uh, putting yourself mm. into the spotlight. Or exp- that's expo- the kudos. exploiting other people. Yeah, it? that's yeah. the kudos yeah. for these students. Yeah, so... And, uh, yeah, so this Marty Yusuko, yeah, so I can mm. read the name. So, and uh, Grayson Thurman and so on. So it's like, uh, these are the people who can really make a difference. And these are the hope for us. So anybody who is listening to this show still and not get fed up because we were ranting against the system, uh, then there are good things. There are good lights. And we would like to highlight uh, these things, these events. So... And yes, that right. also shows yeah. that in a normal society, it wouldn't be a need for an 80-year-old uh, go back to work. But uh, yeah, that's America, the new Marxist country. I mean, I, on the one, like you say, on the one hand, I mean, and, and you know, and if the guy really wants to do it, or the person really wants to do it, and they're fit enough and healthy enough, um, just to be active, to, to sort, of, sort of meet people and go out and do something regular, because they don't have anything else. Um, because they're rotting away in their retirement, like um, then you know I'm fully support that. Um, if on the other hand it's like um, it's it's something because they uh, they have to do because it's like um, it, because they're in survival mode, you know they, they don't get money enough money to live on, so therefore they have to go out and do some work even though they've um, exceeded their useful working life already at 80 you should be like retired like by well I mean if you look at Michael Douglas or if you look at Clint Eastwood they don't think like that they they are expected (laughs) that's that's it yeah yeah so um, I mean like it's this old age old thing isn't it where you um, a person retires um, they let go of um, the routine that you had. They don't have the working life, and they just quickly degenerate uh, physically, mentally, and they just die off really quickly because you know, I, uh, I, I they are not engaged this. with life anymore. In, 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 uh, in, I mean, in I mean, wouldn't manner. it be awesome? Just hear me out. And this mm-hmm. is from I know it's crazy because it comes from the older times. In this comes from some traditional Asian parts too. When older generations who are maybe not in the mines anymore due to some physical changes are with their wisdom and goodness in their heart would just look after your own kids while you are doing the hard job. Therefore, you would keep the money inside the family and you wouldn't hire like nannies and dannies and whatever. You know, I know that, you know, a lot of people are just hiring and, uh, you know, just 
because they want to have some extra sex, but yeah, that's not another question. Um, uh, so <laughs> the babysitter is situation. Yeah, so why they are not sitting on babies? Yeah, They're yeah. sitting on <laughs> Richards, yeah, little Richards, dicks, and uh, whatever. So I mean, that would be the great idea, not that the full circle, that how you give and pass on your knowledge, your wisdom, and your care. For the young ones, because it is not oh, necessarily yeah, yeah, yeah. A 30 years, 40 years old. Uh, I don't know when people nowadays are having the first mm. baby. Um, they, they are. I know they are ordering on Amazon. I know, but mm. uh, that's by the way a real thing. They can order babies, and uh, the idea is that uh, maybe you don't know how to have good bread or how to make good stew or whatever. You know how to graze. Uh, um, animals, you know, how to herd them, or just how to make crazy thing slippers out of, let's say, bamboo or whatever, you know, and uh, and that's what the older generation can teach. And in the meantime, the patience, the compassion, the empathy, and mm. the whole circle of life when you are aging, and it is not a shame. There is no shame in aging, you know. And uh, I'm um, not talking no, against I mean, Madonna I mean, now. Like- if you uh, look at the uh, family hierarchy in Italy, uh, you'll find that like um, they live in um, in this in in this like kind of old school way where uh, the the family owns a house and the the, uh, the grandmothers, the mothers, and the grandfathers like live in a particular part of the house in the upstairs or the downstairs, and the younger like generation lives lives uh, in you know in 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 the house as well and. Um, the younger generation, like that, go out on the, on the uh, physically able, healthy, fit. They go out and they earn the money, um, and they bring it to the household. And everybody brings like the money into the household um, to support the elders. That the elders that can't do that anymore, but the elders still have their place. The elders like sort of teach like sort of a. Ethical values, moral values, and pitch into like you know, like this is how you make bread, and like they keep traditions alive. So that is completely lost in um, other like social setups, like in England or um, in Europe as as a to- as a whole. Um, I don't know if it's like I mean I have extended family in Italy and I know that like it's um, it can be bothersome to have your grandparents living in the same house right um but you know it must work in, on some level for them to have to have that set up um I know that like uh these even the Jewish um communities and families they all um they have this way where like if one one of one of their members makes does good in a business um they are not insular they're not singular in they they share that wealth between everybody and um in their society so and another one um in their society has another sort of medium you know not, not massively but like a, a rolling business and they put into the into the sort of uh, the family pot or whatever it is so everybody um is a winner you know what i mean there isn't anybody that is like left out or you can't like so you don't have the skills or like you kind of like left out with the cold you can't make any money therefore you wither on the vine and you like sort of die off right it's like it's like these these sorts of societies these days this is very american thing to put uh, the elderly into 
um, segregated homes and not to visit them and mm. to pay for other people to look after them. A lot of <clears throat> movies and series are dealing with this, but uh, this is this is a kind of uh, socialist stupidity when you are only useful while you are shining and brightening and they can't understand that there are other level of shiningness and brightingness. I mean, the, the collected wisdom from a person that's lived like sort of 60, 70, 80 years is going to be... And you look, look, um, I, I know that there are bad examples like, because you know, if you look out, the, the, the only elderly people who are let out to stay are these George Soros and the Carl Schwabs and the rest of them. I mean, come on. They, they should be in segregated homes quickly. They should be, yeah. Carl Schwab should be like segregated long time ago, shouldn't he? Yeah, like, I what's mean, he doing with the bathroom? You know, but yeah. the, be the best way to deal with these things, just ignore them. And when that is the right time, push back in the right way. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, the danger is if you ignore something, then um, it's an affirmation of like, it's okay to do that thing. So if you ignore it. Yeah, it, yeah, it, a bully will never get the chance by himself to mm. or itself or herself or themselves or they self or whatever self uh, yeah. to to back up because why why would that bully act differently than before i mean there is no precursor to suppose yeah 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 i mean if you give them the attention they're going to play up to it if you don't give them the attention they're going to think oh i'm shouting into a yeah. void i'll stop now yeah, yeah like that's that sort of thing yeah i mean life will teach them a lesson for sure but you also yeah. can pick up a few lessons, uh, you know, in Krav Maga. So anyhow, speaking mm. of uh, these, uh, your anus uh, World Economic Forum, you know, and uh, your anus, yeah, yeah, Uranus, yeah. I mean, this is this is where they <laughs> should have the fifteen-minute cities in your anus. I mean, not yours, but their Uranus. You know, <laughs> it's it's a place where they can really establish everything. I mean, they would even have be under a lot of pressure they would crystallize immediately their thoughts <laughs> yeah. yeah 900 times the uh, earth pressure people exactly. who don't yeah. know what yeah. we are talking about check a little bit what we are talking about in how the planet uranus is set up and why we are really sending these beautiful people who want to get their riches they can get their riches immediately so um you know that there's mm. been quite a long trail for partly understandable, partly not understandable, demand of changing human diets, yeah? Human diets, right, yeah. what were usually um, designed based on where you were settling. If yeah. you were a person who settled in Okinawa, then you had a different uh, diet than if you were living in middle Weimarian Republic, yeah? Or one had sausage, other had oyster, yeah? Yeah. And uh, if you lived in uh, Argentina, had the pampas, then you had a different thing <clears throat> than when you were living in north of Canada, yeah? We are talking about the pre-Trudeau era. So, and, <laughs> yeah. right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, I mean, so your um, diet, and that's yeah, that was is, because your your food was designed, your diet was designed according your need and your availabilities. Yeah, and uh, you adopted your body adopted to that one. 
Now Only we have divorce, this. Yeah. We yeah. have this one-word governance. Oh no, we don't have that. That will be in your anus, Carl Schwab. You know, go there and take That's please. Yeah, take 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 shit gates and take Fugabert with you. And the thing is. Uh, dear listeners, if you don't like, if we are uh, naming uh, non-existent characters with non-existent names, well, this is it. You can name them and you can act. <laughs> We will just do this way. And uh, the thing <laughs> is that uh, now we are moving here, moving there. And yes, uh, it is great luck for the UK because they had no food. I mean, that was not food, but they ate for thousands of years. So, and now we have different cuisines. If, Jazzy, if you don't know what a cuisine is, just forget it. It's not kitchen. Kitchen is the place. Cuisine is the style, what you... But I, I just stop it. You don't even know. Ask on chat GPT, okay? And cook that one, what you get from chat GPT, okay? And that that you deserve what you, if you want to cook from chat <laughs> GPT. Yeah. So, and uh, what happens is that now people somehow had this crazy idea that wherever you go in the world, especially if you are rich enough or middle class enough, you can have any food that you want. Look at the Americans. They are whining that they have to cut back from their three or four times of uh, of uh, restaurant visitations and mm. uh, because now they don't have time to cook because you dumbass, if you cook at home, you don't have to work more to go to buy food because you can't cook because you have to work more. Anyway, So, and it might be healthier. And therefore, oh, there's a lot of imbalance. I mean, that's very simple. Uh, bananas are pretty good, but it's impossible to have 8 billion people to be fed with bananas, yeah? Hen eggs, as you call yeah. there's no chicken eggs. Um, hen eggs are awesome, especially if it's from the middle and not from the factory whatsoever, but you can't feed 8 billion people with eggs, and that's completely normal. On the one hand, Arnold Schwarzenegger takes a lot of eggs for his protein shake, but the other hand, it's, you know, still not enough. Mm. And mm. Uh, it goes, you can't have the Okinawa oyster in the rest of the world because that's just not working. However, people got very, I don't know, needy, greedy, entitled, And mm. uh, the industry just somehow, you know, immediately said, okay, we will, we will tell you how to eat, what to eat. Yeah, we all know, because now it has been a while it came out how the industrial food and the industrial agriculture were misbehaving and ruining the planet Earth completely. And uh, one of the latest fad was to grow meat in laboratories from yeah. cells. Yeah. And we all know that Mother Nature and for other people, God, had a, quite a long time to figure out things, how to work and for somehow, for hundreds of thousands of years, humans could adopt to those things. Heck, even the panda bear was carnivorous, but somehow it changed the diet to bamboo. Yeah, And now you cannot right, eat anything yeah. else, just bamboo. And uh, the butt of the bamboo, by the way. So, or leaf. So we can adapt. But in the last couple of years, this lab-grown meat has been touted by the globalist elites as a climate-friendly food for the future. However, according to now vastly available researches, that uh, this mm -hmm. food can possibly cause cancer via the immortalized cell lines used to manufacture it. 
what we are talking about, there is a natural uh, lifespan of a cell, yeah? But if you change mm, it, mm. that, you know, to copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, copy, paste, we all know that it is just diminishing the value, yeah? And this is happening. So on the 17th of February, and then, uh, 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 The yeah. national polls uh, cited a Bloomberg story, what uh, was released on 7th of February. So if it, the Bloomberg yeah. is coming out with this one, that means already the higher ups know that is a problem. Because Bloomberg is not something what is a free journalism. It is an allowed journalism. Yeah? So in this, uh, they explained why fake meat companies use immortalized cell lines for the products. Because normal meat cells don't just keep dividing forever. They, this, you know, to get the cell cultures to grow at rates big enough to power business, several companies are quietly using what are called immortalized cells. Something most people have never eaten intentionally, says this uh, Joe Fessler, the news writer. Yeah, see, this happens when you don't have chat GPT and you have to trust people with a normal brain. 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 Uh, brain is a brain, yeah? yeah? Mm. So, anyhow. But also there are other ingredients in fake meat can also cause health issues, you know? So, for example, the Children Health Defense and CHD uh, reported in 2022 that these uh, impassable burgers and other things, that the Any yeah. rats fed with this impossible bird, they assumed yeah. that they would just have a minimum impact on their bodies, but their lack hemoglobin, SLH, hemoglobin, yeah, caused inexplicable alterations with the red biology. So this SLH experienced SLH, yeah. Yeah, unexplained weight gain. Hear this. Unexplained weight gain and changes in blood indicating the onset of inflammation of kidney and uh, possible signs of anemia. And this SLH uh, okay. is derived from genetic, genetically modified yeast. See? So it's everywhere there now, yeah? So, okay. But there I is mean, a herbicide tolerant yeah, soy I'm, protein, HTSP, yeah? And that also, mm. because, yeah, to avoid gluten. Look what happens. Look what happens, because this herbicide um, is sprayed with, hear me out, glyphosate. Yeah, and that causes cancer. Yeah, so, that's, that, that's the thing, isn't it? I so mean, no, the Impossible Burgers had glyphosate levels of 11.3 parts per billion. This is 11 times higher than the glyphosate detected in Beyond Meat Burger, which is also bad stuff. So you are eating hmm. poison. Um. Okay, I mean, I've seen um, where you... Um, like this new research where like um, somebody takes a, like a scientist like takes um takes a grape and they um they dissolve away the um the vegetable like flesh as, as so to speak and um they rinse it and they do this again until they left with just the actual structure um that like defines the actual grape so and then they then they grow a culture um of of meat cells and then they transfer this culture to the grape and the meat cells grow onto the structure of the grape um and at the end of the process you have this meat grape right um And it doesn't really involve any like um, harsh chemicals or anything. It's just like a lab-grown meat grape. 
so um that's that that, that was an interesting thing because um on the one hand you have to um it's energy intensive to grow a cow it's brutal to kill a cow um at least in the numbers that we're talking about to like a feed um a population so um and also there's these other animals that go into it as well but like you know you're talking about lots of methane production yeah but you're saying it's a lot of animal to kill Uh, yeah but do you know that most of this food goes in waste so maybe we wouldn't yeah a lot of it is wasted yeah Um, so and there's an industry on that one too so and a lot of this meat and food is still good but you know it's business it's business it's business so it is it is business and isn't it didn't I hear rightly that the the US has like a gigantic stockpile of butter? Is that is that real? <laughs> well, is it a I, thing? I, I, I know, know why because they are really using it uh, for uh, their citizens' arses because they want to fork them up. That was an ironic, sarcastic joke, and yeah. people didn't get it. But it's the okay. Bigger, I think the bigger issue, or like one of the bigger issues that we have to face. Uh, is right the FDA, is, um, the using, Federal Death Agency. Right, um, is using um, palm oil and they, uh, the big corporations that um, slash down virgin rainforest to make mile upon mile and upon square mile of palm oil, yeah, um, what is palm, 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 palm trees to make the oil. You know, just recently somebody was... In in those in those um, plantations, and they said you can't hear any birds, you can't hear any crickets, you, uh, insects. There's, it's completely devoid. And that leads to soil life. degradation. That's soil degradation, and the microbiome of the uh, soil is going away very quickly. And then the what happens? You yeah, have barren yeah. land. You will create a Mars scenario here. And it's not like as soon as you get into it, it, this. Uh, person went into the um eventually got into the natural canopy like the natural jungle and instantly it was like a light switch all the birds were singing there were like sort of animals like singing out and like you know it's like a normal thing but like as soon as you get away from that nothing it's like a desert zone of palm trees where nothing else yeah but palm oil is the cheap substitution of other things to make it creamy or whatever, but palm oil is toxin for the human body. On the one hand, you can't digest it. On the other hand, it creates, infl- it creates inflammation. Inflammation, yeah. And it's like some kind of like... Um... It's like canola oil or corn oil, vegetable oil, which is uh, the waste of the industrial agriculture and equally causes inflammation in your guts. And basically, it's a non-digestible food replacement. Yeah, yeah, it is, and and it's doing that. That is doing lots of damage to the human biome and the um, natural habitats where all of these, like um, all the biodiversity in the jungles, is just like slashed and burned. It just doesn't exist. I have anymore. a question and now to you. Many, many acres of it. It's a crime. What's going on? Yeah, like, I have a question the- to you. So, if it is one planet, so technically, if we examine this, it is everything is linked with everything. Yeah. So mm. I'm not talking about butterfly effects, I'm talking about bigger things. So if you chop down maybe not one or two trees, if mm. you dry out a lake, 
if you heat up a part of the ocean, if you overfish a population of something, and so on and so on and so on, or you kill Borneo's forest and uh, just because you want palm trees, it will affect to some extent, or even greater extent, the rest of the world too. Maybe not immediately, but in a few years, yes, in weather changes and other things. Uh, so, but that means... yeah. It's like mm. you are deliberately endangering the rest of the people in the other parts of the world. So do people in China, for example, have a right to recreate rivers, to to reshape geof- terraforming everything, or mm. other people who are whatever they're doing in other parts of the world, like say in, 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 in the Amazonas rainforests, do they have a right? Or um, do they have a right, uh, let's say, in the Americans who are now just putting these windmills to the seashore into the you know around their 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 coasts uh, do I'm they have a right yeah, to do yeah, that because yeah. they are altering and changing the whole planet so not one or two trees we are talking about but way more it's like a almond production mm. in California where mm, it's half mm. desert it's stupid it's because um you know, I, I I mean I I do believe that there is like a, a place for these industries, let's say. They have to be aware that nature is a fine balance. And if they don't balance out like, okay, we're going we're gonna to select like this region for growing a certain monocrop. Okay, but what are you doing to... I am to protesting that? against that what, one because I don't want my children to be stripped from the opportunity to visit the Borneo's rainforest and the orangutans or whatever. I am protesting against this and that and whatever. Where is my right? Where is our individual uh, say that, hey, you can't do that? Not going to glue my yeah. hand to a painting to say this. Come on, I am a different No, I generation. mean, but like the um, the voice of the eco-warriors needs to be heard. I mean, I'm and not the an voice eco-warrior. of the, uh, the industrialists needs to, to be heard. And this needs to be some kind of like middle ground to be met, isn't it? Like, you know, it's like, well, okay, don't chop down this virgin forest, but instead we can like maybe figure out a way to allocate some land that isn't sort of quite so critical for your plantations, let's say. So, you, you know, know so I am completely, <laughs> I'm completely against the one world governance. I'm completely mm. against with these kind of things. But to some extent, we should have an education system or a common sense when we say, okay, we shouldn't cause harm with our innovations. I hate the American ways in that aspect. They say, okay, you know what, do something, and then if it is a problem, we will change the rules. What is the European version or what is supposed to be the European version? Okay, so here are the regulations, meet them, and then you can see what you can do. So uh, maybe the middle ground should be found. But how come that the long existing civilizations, which somehow could miss the opportunity to have electric cars for some reasons, they Mm. could just live peacefully with the nature and they could harmonize with them? I don't know. It's crazy. I think think we are um, tripping ourselves up as as a civilization 
if we don't acknowledge the fact that we are in balance we are part of nature we are part of this planet um we are inextricably linked um like we are on like 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 as in the film in um on the planet pandora you know we can't disregard the fact that like you know commercialism profiteering um um and all of those like evil things are will destroy the the very like fabric of the you know the existence we you know it's all gonna like fall into it's gonna implode on us and now Um, this is the time to quote the famous protogenesis emily dickinson to make a prairie to make a prairie it takes a clover and one bee one clover and a bee and rivery the rivery alone will do if bees are few right yeah yeah that's it that's it yeah but uh, no bees anymore i mean i mean emily dickinson died out first and then the bees Ooh. Right, yeah, that's 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 um, um, there is no coming back from here. No, there isn't. (laughs) Okay, so, dear listeners, we have two other topics to cover still today. And if you are still with us, well, it's bad for you, it's good for us, anyhow. (laughs) Good luck to you. Yeah, talk about something interesting. listeners bullies have been all around yeah this is their nature yeah and bullies are stupid arses that's for sure you can reason why they are you can reason that oh lack of parenting lack of this lack of that yeah that's one hand but everybody has a certain level of understanding and decision and yes yeah bullies need to be sorted for because yeah but uh, when you trust your education system to have uh, your children or you are forced to give your children to the education system because in your area homeschooling is not allowed and uh, you can't have your child back unharmed because of stupid shooters or you can't have back your child unharmed because uh, she or he kills themselves, then uh, there's a problem. It's okay. equal, equally yeah, a I mean, parenting yeah, problem yeah. and it's equally an education pro- problem. I can't uh, really judge anybody here, but let's talk about the phenomenon and you, dear listeners, will be the judge of everything. And you maybe want to act differently. So, um, let's pick up just one example out of the way too many, okay? And uh, her name was Adriana Kuch, okay? And uh, she just um, died. Not because she had to. She was like 14. Yeah. Uh, In Jersey, in New Jersey. She was subjected to an unprovoked attack and bullying by her peers. And what's what's worse, um, they recorded this and they put it out. This incident circulated online. So don't tell me, nobody can tell me that uh, 
the algorithms cannot be designed to detect these things and to say, hey, uh, okay, okay, let's have a human to check it before we let it release to other people, yeah? There is yeah. there is an incentive uh, why to let these go, you know, just like with the new the underage photos, which we already covered before, that uh, all these Fuckerberg and Shitgates and all these things, they are just letting things happening because that's incentivized. And um, the thing is that um, uh, she she was attending to the Central Regional High School, so nothing special, not even a Catholic church school or whatever. Yes, I am beating them up there. So uh, she was like less than 100 pounds. Okay, for Europeans, she's like 50 kilos or something. Never, never been a fight before in her life. Wasn't even a fighter. She loved horses and so on. So she was just like a normal girl. Somehow, she was picked up and bullies always pick up other people for no reason, yeah? And, well, I mean, if they see yeah. someone that might be a little bit vulnerable, they'll, they'll like, sort of take advantage of that. Yeah, or just want, want to test the waters, yeah? So, if you go online, you can see her her body beaten up, but she took some photos of herself, and that looks bad. That looks like when some untrained go to, uh, I don't know, to the octagon, you know? That bad, you know? And her face, her body, and so on. I can't understand how come no police were involved. I don't freaking cares. I don't freaking cares if, oh, we don't have manpower. You see it online, you act. You don't write anything. Uh, you don't wait for anything. And uh, if you are, a, it happens in your school, doesn't mind what are the repercussions, you, uh, you immediately say no more. Doesn't yeah, mind what level you have. You yeah, are a parent yeah. or you are an older teenager, you intervene because that's what humans do. Others mm. who are not intervening, they are not humans. So, yes, after she killed herself at home, because, mm. and not because of the attack, but because uh, they put it out to torture her more. Yeah. Know? So then these uh, four students. Uh, were criminally charged in connection to the Harvey attack. We don't know that uh, what will be the outcome. Of course, they won't go for life in these ones uh, because that's just yeah, the first one, the minors, whatever. Well, so, they will get like aggravated assault, uh, conspiracy will... to commit aggravated assault, harassment, and other things. These are yeah. But how come that this poor little girl, and we, this is just an example of many, many similars, way too many similars, um, that her name is out there, so she currently in rest. But these four students have entitlement to keep their names in secret out due to their what, protection. This girl couldn't be. How come mm. the school and anybody being in that school building that day isn't on trial yet? How come that the police immediately, I mean, there are these systems, they know where you are farting on the stream because of the cameras, everything is linked yeah. on, algorithms are working based on your behavioral patterns, so you know everything. You can't deny the facts that there is an intentional, deliberate, systematic overlook of these things to create a more diminished society. They are not yeah. charged. 
how come there is no consequences? Because uh, her situation, her uh, untimely death, uh, not enough to say, okay, we fogged it up. Okay, let's change the system. Some, something is not working. Something not enough. Okay, hold. Let's have one week of two weeks of communication. Let's see what we can do. If that is the way that everybody should do every second hour, 200 push-ups up until you die and you won't uh, feel the mood to, uh, you know, harass other people. Maybe this is the solution. Maybe you live, live, live in a very shitty household, therefore you need a rescue so you won't be a bully. This might also be an option. Or maybe you are just mentally incapable to fit a society and there are soul asylums and you know what, just go there, meet Joker, don't come out. So, and uh, <laughs> yeah. that happens. How come that uh, more and more these are coming out and it is an unstoppable wave, not just in the Americas, Britain, other countries too. So why not there isn't a change? It's, there has to be, because it's not, okay, I'm a bully, and there's always been bullies, yeah, give me your money for the snacks, you know, or whatever, and uh, and that's one situation. But uh, no doubts are interfering, no system is changing, and uh, children are dying out, and you are not allowed to take out your child for some reasons to raise you to your own convictions. Well, I mean, there is this um, like legislation that is out that like um, about like uh, cyberbullying, and um, you can't maliciously devalue somebody online and get away with it. You might these people that you're talking about they are they are bullies and they just see like social media and online world as another way to bully someone they are also um, children i understand that one i yeah, my, my point yeah. here is of course there has to be consequences here why aren't there consequences for the adults and for the system because not one not ten what not one dozen it's been all around all around and no changes why not there? At least in Europe, there is protocol in, in place to say, look, you can't use hate speech. You can't use defamation of character online to assassinate somebody because you will get, like, people will report you. Well, we live in an era when the systems automatically detect uh, the video, can analyze it. Why not there immediately an alarm bell? Hey, hey, stop it right now. So, you know, I mean, why isn't it yeah. flagged immediately? How come that these uh, videos are let to be out, to be put out, and then the algorithms can scan, okay, this might be a minor, so let's go for revision. I mean... There, you know, there are a certain amount of uh, people out there that are um, content reviewers, and these are the sorts of people that, like, are signing a disclaimer that, like, uh, yeah, this, you're going to see some um, uh, harrowing um, content, and um, it's, it's your duty um, to um, report that. Um, in the case of... Um, and some, you know, like some, you know, but it, it shouldn't allow. I mean, do, Twitter, do Twitter doesn't so allow much, me to so say spineless. Like, 
you know, people, I, I can't type spineless on Twitter because it says me, hey, do you want to write that word? You shouldn't, you know, it even blocks me. <laughs> uh, so, and now yeah. with these kind of recognition systems what's spread all around, how come that the system just doesn't stop and immediately red flag the uploader that, hey, we are banning your account because you uploaded this one and we are reviewing it. Meet the police in an hour. I think a lot of the time, it's um, if it doesn't get caught by this, uh, like the, the the front front edge of of these detection systems, then um, it comes down to the fact that like other third party people have to report this um, particular post to the relevant platforms, and only then will it be taken down because. Um, I mean, I've had first first-hand experience with this of character defamation online, and the only way I could get that post taken down, <coughs> excuse me, was by um, persuading other people. Like, look, can you report it? Because I can't actually report it myself, which is yeah, crazy. Yeah, I, I know what you are talking about. I know, I know. I had it in. Um, yeah, I had it. Yeah. So, um, and um, it, it, I had to contact uh, people that were friends with this person that was like uh, putting out this uh, this bad content about myself um, and get them to report it. And then after like it got reported, it got taken down and then, then it went to um, like sort of official sort of uh, police matters. So it, there is, there is a process, but um, it's not in real life. It's not as, um, uh, as cut and blow dried as like yeah okay you get a like um, yeah, but that's the problem I mean, that's the problem it's not, it's not because yeah, the system the already it's exists what can feel that streamlined as you might think I mean China implemented these things that you can't even type things you can't immediately check and I'm not saying we should live in China I'm not talking that that's a very stupid scenario to even to imagine but I'm saying is that uh, the society is uh, not only flawed but failed failed these children you know, so yeah. um, because that's an example. Okay, let's agree. Bullies are also victims to some extent. Cool. Okay, let's treat them. Okay, but that means the whole system up until they grow up or they grow to a certain age failed them to recognize they need help. The whole system failed the others, the more more vulnerable ones, to you know to give attendance and the adults. I mean, all the teachers from that school should be fired immediately and sent to the non-existent Uyghur camps in China. Why? Because there is no way not to see that happens. Yeah, they should have a responsibility. If they see it happening, they should report no, it. I, I mean, think- that's very simple. Let's exchange them with the Uyghur camp uh, citizens, you know, a few of them. I mean, not saying that we know that there are no Uyghur camps in China, just like Winnipeg is not existent in China. We know it. So, so yeah, that's a good, a so good sure, trade, yeah. yeah? Oh, not true, yeah. <laughs> that was sarcastic. Yeah, uh, it's a failure, isn't it, of um, the current system that we have. If this stuff happens under under the radar, so to speak, and the only the only time that it surfaces is when um the hate speech or, or the bullying comes up is online um then it's in you know it's it's you can act it, steps can be taken um it's a little bit like sort of uh you know um you can't report a crime if it's that have, hasn't happened yet but after it's happened then, well now it's changed know. in america now you have and actually in britain you also have the sort crime 
I mean, in, in Birmingham, the lady was just praying silently on the street and uh, she was taken by the police because they said that because we are praying by yourself on the street, you might be harassing in the future other people who come to the abortion clinic. And that is a sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, right. And this yeah, is happening. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so we are, we are, I, I mean, this is the stupid thing. Oh, we are praying uh, for the family and the victims. Don't pray. I mean, that's not an honest prayer. If you are praying, you are not saying that you are praying. You are just doing the job. I mean, change the system. So what are the system change what we need to apply here? And here? So let's give a solution. Okay. For the um, parents, for the educators. Well, let's suppose not everybody is an indoctrinator because indoctrinators are just cattle herders. We don't need them. And uh, what? Uh, I suppose the police who shouldn't over police people. And social media should go, should go away immediately. Well, I mean, like, the, the, I can't help thinking about the, um, the the fact that the kids that come f- that are bullies don't know any better because their parents are the bullies as well. So, or the, they the are parents... abusive or neglecting. So yes, that, yeah, that's a trade. That, yeah, like, that's... Um, somehow or other, like they come from a dysfunctional family. So. Um, I, I hear you. Going to say, oh, my, my child was really bad. They bullied somebody. I'm going to report them. You're going to be reprimanded for that. That ain't good. Um, no, they 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 actively encourage, I presume. So like you are saying are like to, that to uh, not every parent because... should be allowed to be a parent? Well, I mean, you know, um, they shouldn't, should they? But they are, so... So um, should we have a driving license for parentship and then for uh, renewing it every five years? <laughs> yeah. Um, why, why don't we have any training know. for I that? Know. I mean, <laughs> earlier the tribal system, the small, uh, you know, couple of villages around, uh, helped people to understand what it takes to be a mother or a father, what is responsibility and so on. Not everybody picked up, that's for sure, but mostly it was covered. Hey, this is how you wash the clothes. This is how you iron the clothes. This is how you not to be an asshole. And uh, yeah. this is, a, you know, this is... A, and it's tradition. like yeah no i but mean it's, it's like the, the, the elders inspire the uh, the youngsters to um, be right and just and have good values and good moral ethics and things like that and to go forth into the world with good energy and spread the word of love um and uh, to help people yeah that's so the question what they is, should be doing that know, okay um, so how can we train people for this like let's have an extra curriculum at a school It's not gonna work because nobody learns anything in school. There should be some. I don't know. That's, 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 this is a tough question. Um, you know. Um, yeah. Okay. So we don't have to give the answer. We don't know. But for some. No. But the, the, but we can agree that this is not right. Yeah. We need to police. The, we need a police state to. Um, yeah, but how can how police? Uh, okay. So what should the police do? <laughs> How, what should the police do and what should the education system do? We have a few certain things in place already and it's not too bad in Europe, but, um, you know, red flags, uh, content like um, that gets put out there or like the um, an astute 
right, let's say a teacher in class well, might we can't say that, that we have the students, system. I mean, look at, look at like that what happens in France. I'm abnormally depressed or like, teachers. you know, like, and, and pick up on that and say, hey, look, um, if you've got problems, um, I can help you, but I don't talk to me, but like actually talk to the um, school like psychologist or something, and then we can help you. you yeah, know, there is, I mean, there is I mean how many shrink goes to like 2,000 children? You know, so it is not viable. I think it's a good idea, but I don't think it's viable in that amount. I mean, look at how many children are uh, abandoned, and uh, yeah, we have. You, you mentioned Europe. Uh, well, America is the same. You know, migration, second uh, generations. You know, they have issues. They are knifing teachers literally in every country, despite everything. So I don't know. In America, then, um, six years old yeah. can shoot a teacher. Uh, and it was premeditated. So how we are talking about? No, I know, I know. And also in England, this um, this trend where you get like uh, like groups of youths uh, that go around attacking people or like hammering like expensive cars or like the scooter gangs that like uh, go terrorize people and rob people, mug people, or like. Um, okay, so so thing. are you saying like, that so because the police isn't acting up in the right way? So let's uh, recreate neighborhood watch and they would deal with this as they always did in the past. Oh, uh, that that could. I mean, but like, isn't it like that would relieve a lot of jury stuff i mean they would really yeah make things right. yeah i mean there, there possibly isn't a lot an easy answer bet your life that like a lot of this falls at the parents feet because if you're a parent and uh, you live in london and you have a like um like a young teenager like um child and they are going out every night till like late at night and they you know that they are involved in like a group of like similar minded people and then you know they're getting they're getting um getting into mischief and you know they're doing they're breaking laws but they don't care that is the problem yeah so we are talking about now i i think this is what we are talking about alienation alienation uh in the family in the immediate family, alienation, the social structure that nobody cares or nobody, alienation between the parents of the children and obviously alienation between the police and the community. And of course, social media was always designed to alienate people, to alienate people. has been the Nia Born and Andia Human Show, presented by two purple rabbits from behind Jupiter in a hidden moon at a secret base in an undisclosed location. (laughs) 